What up, what up, what up? We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Sure, you're probably hearing how great the mortgage rates are right now, but Mike and Virginia, they're not just your typical mortgage company. They have phenomenal rates, but what really separates them from everybody else is that Mike is a certified financial planner and he looks at so much more than just the rate when he's designing your home loan. They're a small family-owned company, so you know that you can trust them. And you're always going to feel like a customer, not a number. If you've gone through the process before and you know, you'd know you rather watch a Wyoming game, root for the Raiders, you know, watch the Dodgers win the World Series, I get it. Normally, it's an awful process, but you've got to work with Mike and Virginia. Trust me, they'll make it smooth, quick, and enjoyable. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choosing when you do. Most importantly, though, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. Or you can always call Mike directly, nice and simple, at 970-412-2472. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. Bam! Another win for Colorado State men's basketball. 88-61. to CSU takes down San Jose State at the Ability 360 Fitness Center in Phoenix, Arizona. Weird stuff, man. Everything about this series was weird. I talked about it going in. It, it really felt just kind of like a trap, you know? Coming up right before the Utah State and Boise State series, you know, you have a very, very winnable series with the Spartans. They've been displaced from their, you know, permanent home. They haven't had a lot of success. I mean, they still haven't won a league game yet. Damn near beat Boise State in the second one after losing by 50. So, you know, they have a lot of heart. But I just, I, I think for CSU to take care of business the way that they did in this two-game series, it, it speaks a lot to the maturity of this team. And that's obviously something that we've talked about a lot. I mean, yes, this team is, is young in a sense that they have just a ton of underclassmen. Uh, only two upperclassmen on the entire roster, no seniors. But they've played a ton of basketball together, and this is a group that just gets it. They have a high basketball IQ, they're unselfish, and they're just a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, I know all the attention right now nationally is going to Utah State and, and Boise State and San Diego State. And uh, I'll say this, man, Utah State, wow. Niamis Keda, Justin Bean, that's a, that's a lethal combo. I mean, Kata is on one this year. Offensively, he's taken his game to a new level. Defensively, he's a beast, like two blocks a game. He had like five in that second win over San Diego State. They're legit, so I get that they're getting a lot of love. But CSU, man, they're right, they're right up there with the best of them. You know, like this team is a legitimate contender for the NCAA tournament. Now, obviously, you're going to need some things to go your way. That's, that's just the reality the, the Mountain West, it's a great basketball league, but it just it doesn't get the benefit of the doubt like a conference like the Big Ten, the Big 12, any of those major conferences are going to get. And because of that, you know, you're going to have to win at least 20 games, I think, if you want to get in. And, and that's going to be really tough just as an at-large. But, I mean, you obviously have a chance in the Mountain West tournament as well, assuming that that happens. There are some rumblings that conference tournaments may not happen or might get altered in some way just to kind of try and limit COVID exposure. We'll see. The, the Mountain West tournament not happening would be a significant bummer for CSU. I mean, obviously, you want a chance at that auto bid, just given that 
it's going to be pretty tough to to win the league. They're they're in the running. Like it's not like they can't, but Utah State is definitely in the driver's seat after sweeping San Diego State and still getting CSU at home. Talk about favorable for Utah State, man. They get to host CSU and San Diego State. I was thinking about this the other day and it's not really a situation where like CSU should complain or, you know, cry, throw a fit, whatever. The schedule worked out how it worked out, but man, it did no favors for the Rams. Yeah, you got Boise State at home, but you got to go to Viejas. You got to go to to Logan, Utah. You got to go to Wyoming twice. That's deceptively difficult. Wyoming can score, man. They're inconsistent, but they can score. And just, it's tough to beat a rival twice anyways, let alone twice in the same week on their own floor. It's just not easy. Utah State, you know, they benefited a little bit. They got a lot of the good teams coming their way. I mean, even looking at CSU schedule, even a team like Nevada, I mean, that's a deceptively tough trip. The Rams kind of, you know, they got a lot of the cupcakes at home this year, aside from Boise State, but uh, they've definitely got some tough road trips coming up, and I think that's probably going to be what, you know, ultimately determines their ability to make the NCAA tournament. Obviously, you know, you don't want to put anything out there in stone. We'll never we'll never know what can happen. Things could get weird. Maybe the major leagues just take a, a turn for the worse, and a bunch of teams nosedive their resumes, and then all of a sudden maybe CSU or the Mountain West, you know, can sneak Sneak in, you know, maybe it becomes like a 2-3 bid league. We'll see. Right now, I'd say it's a 2 bid league. 3 would be awesome. Anyways, just kind of diving into the numbers here. Really, really impressive in a a couple of different factors. Shot 51% from the field. You know, anytime you go 50 plus percent from the field, you're going to give yourself a pretty good shot. 35% from 3. It was hanging around 40 uh, for most of the game. Dropped some late. 86% from the free throw line. 6 of 7 as a team. 10 turnovers, still a few too many. Some of those were late when the game was out of reach. One of the things that I I really liked about that, though, they turned the ball over 10 times, but only allowed eight points off of it. Now, what that tells me is they're getting back. You know, like, yeah, you might mess up. Yeah, you might throw a, a bad pass or get stolen or get called for a charge or something like that. Put it behind you. You gotta be able to put it behind you. And that's that's one of the great things about this team. They are mentally strong. We saw that in the comeback efforts. We've seen that in the way that they continue to execute even when they get up big. I mean, they just, you know, they just do their thing. And it's it's so rare for a team that's this young to be able to do that. And I I kind of feel like I'm I'm starting to sound like a broken record because I say some of these things almost after every game, but it's true, you know, like you have to be able to appreciate this type of stuff because this is really high quality basketball and it does not happen like this very frequently. You know, just look across the country, man. It's hard to build continuity. You got people transferring, got people going one and done. It's just a, it's a, it's a weird time, you know, but the Rams, they've got that continuity. They're building it up. They're doing it right. Now they're getting the results. I mean, really, that's pretty much the difference between these two teams. Richard Washington might've been the best pure scorer on the floor. Now, I think there's a pretty strong argument for a guy like Isaiah Stevens as well. But I mean, we saw, he was making some horse shots, dude. It was crazy. That dude was just balling out over those two games. He's a great scorer. He's all they have. CSU, I mean, David Roddy had nine points, but if he would have finished with 10, all five starters would have been in double figures. You got 15 from Kendall Moore. You got 16 from Isaiah Stevens, who, by the way, didn't miss a shot until about 10 minutes left in the game. You got James Moore's coming up for 14. Man, he's starting to look more confident. 16 out of Adam Thistlewood. Great to see him letting him fly. 
Deshaun Thomas came up big. Nine points, five boards in 10 minutes, man. That's crazy production. That's the Deshaun Thomas that we saw last year. Just come in, play within the flow, do your thing. He is a good basketball player. I just think he was thinking too much early. I really do. I think he was in his own head, and it's easy to do. You know, they didn't have a lot of they didn't have a lot of preseason games. You know, they kind of just got thrown in the fire having to play against some big post guys. That's not something you can just do after months of, you know, only practicing. Yes, you're practicing against your own team and you're getting better in that regard, but there's just no simulation for live game action. And we're seeing it. We're seeing Deshaun Thomas come into his own offensively. We're seeing the, we're seeing him start to feel things defensively. James Moore is kind of the same deal, you know, like, yeah, he's still kind of raw defensively out of position at times, but he's good at recovering. Offensively, he's starting to get more confident in the post. I've talked about, I love how he puts the ball on the floor and is willing to attack. Not very many big men are going to be able to keep up with him if he decides to put it on the floor from the top of the key and head to the rim. I don't know, y'all. I just, I really think this is, this team is just too deep to consistently hold them back. Yeah, some guys are going to have off nights every now and then. But for the most part, man, they're just, they're too deep. They're too talented. They play within the system and it works for them. You know, they have a roster that's built to play together. That's such an underrated factor with this CSU team. So many coaches, they go across the country and they try and find good scores and all that and they try and make it work. But they don't consider, are these guys going to play together? Are they going to buy into what I'm preaching? Is this going to work out? It's not an individual sport. And CSU gets that. These coaches get that. They find guys that are talented, but actually willing to play within the system. Man, it's just, it's made all the difference. It really has. I'm going to keep talking about this in just a second, but first a word from our partners over at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. While the holiday season may be over, the sports calendar is in full swing this week. From collegiate to professional sports, there's no shortage of action and there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. If you haven't tried it yet, head to the App Store. What are you waiting for? To celebrate this year's NFL playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new players the chance to bet on any of this weekend's professional action at 100 to 1 odds. That's right, all you've got to do, bet $1 on any football game this weekend, and if your team wins, you cash $100. While we are excited for football, let's not forget, the 2021 basketball season has already tipped off. Go check out everything that they have to offer, including live bets, player props, all kinds of fun stuff. You can do parlays. It's just a blast. I currently suck at betting on the NBA. We'll figure it out. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. When you do, you can get 100 to 1 odds on any football game this weekend. Again, that code DNVR for your chance to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, all right, all right. Going to keep talking hoops in just a second, but before I do, I got to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. And it's obviously, you know, the NFL playoffs, they've got all kinds of action going on. Every part of me wants to put money on the Browns. I can't do it. I can't go against Mahomes. I'll tell you what I can go against. I can go against the Saints. It pains me to say it, 
but I just, I, I feel like they're going to do it again. I feel like they're going to blow it again. Six straight years, they've been eliminated in a one-possession game. That's the most in NFL history. Crazy unfortunate. I mean, talk about a hard-knock life being a Saints fan, just between the the blown call and then what happened in Minnesota and just, oh, man, it's been rough. Unfortunately, it's going to continue being rough because Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they're taking them down. Plus 130 underdogs. That is my DraftKings pick of the week. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to beat the Saints for the first time this season. Now, if you look at the stats, you might be saying, hey, you're crazy. The Saints beat the hell out of the Buccaneers both times they played. You're absolutely right. But I'm just betting on Tampa Bay, who seems to have found their stride. I mean, they scored 30 points in each of the last four regular season games. They're clicking on offense. We already knew what they could do on defense. Just feels like their year. I'm taking Tampa to upset them. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. Lock it in. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk more hoops. Obviously, you know, this was kind of exactly what we expected in terms of the talent disparity between CSU and San Jose State. I already mentioned that it did have a bit of a trap feel just given the weird atmosphere and everything else. But ultimately, you know, you only trailed for 45 seconds in two games, won both of them by double digits, covered in both of them if you're a gambler. That's always nice. Um, really, really good stuff. I mean, they, ju- they just took care of business. Ultimately, like, that's what you've got to do. Good teams take care of business in wonky situations. The thing is now, uh, you've got the toughest six-game stretch of the entire schedule. I highlighted it coming into the season, and it's definitely played out that way. Starting Tuesday night, you've got Utah State. You've got them again on Thursday night. Then you've got almost a week before Boise State comes for a pair of games Wednesday and Friday night. And then you've got two games at Wyoming, man. That's that's a brutal six-game stretch. Like, as good as this CSU team is, and, and this is not going to happen. I want to I make it clear. But this is such a brutal stretch. Like, you could legitimately see a team losing all six of those games, even like a pretty decent team, because it's just such tough circumstances. I mean, Utah State and Boise State are two of the best defensive teams in the entire league. They've got a ton of length. On top of that, they can score, especially Boise State. Wyoming, you know, I, I think CSU is substantially a better team than Wyoming, but everything I already talked about and just going up to Laramie and the context of a rivalry game. And then on top of that, it's going to be after four really tough games. You know, I, I don't think this team has any issues with motivation or like getting up for matches or anything like that. But I mean, just that's draining, you know, physically, emotionally to go through that. They really got to go the gauntlet here. And it's going to kind of basically determine the season. I mean, obviously, you know, you could go five and one in these six and then still blow it if you ended up, you know, getting swept by Air Force or Nevada or something. But I mean, let's face it, assuming that those New Mexico games happen, CSU is going to be favored heavily in both. They'll be favored against UNC. They'll be favored in both those Air Force games. Nevada, a little bit of a coin flip, but I bet CSU still end up favored by about two or three when it's all said and done. They got a tough stretch, man. This They've played really great. Awesome start. Best start against the league in school history. But ultimately, you know, this is what, what this season is going to be remembered by. And I'm a big proponent of enjoying the moment. You know, I, I preach that all the time. I'd, I just hate that mindset that like, if you don't make the NCAA tournament, then it was all a failure. Well, why do you even watch sports then, guys? Because sports is mostly pain and losing. It really is. So if you can't enjoy the good stuff, like literally, what's the point? But 
it is a results business too. And it's not, you know, it's not intramurals, brother. One of the great quotes of all time. So I get that. Like winning does matter. And ultimately, after starting 10 and 2, after, you know, having this great start against the Mountain West, it would be disappointing in a sense if they weren't able to close strong. Yeah, that'd be kind of a bummer. But regardless, you know, the the, the future is just so bright. Like I'm I'm so encouraged by this team. If three years from now they didn't make an NCAA tournament, okay, then I'm feeling pretty down about everything that happened. But as of right now, man, I just feel nothing but optimism and excitement. And after everything that everybody's been through in 2020 and all the bullshit and all the nonsense and all the political turmoil and everything that's happening, it's just nice to be excited about something again. And maybe I'm a simpleton in that way. You know, I can block out some stuff and just focus on basketball for a couple hours. But God, man, we need that. We really do. It's the little things. It's the simple things. And this team, man, they're, they're doing great things. Great for the community. Great for CSU. And uh, great for me as a basketball guy. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'll obviously have tons of content really going to dive into these Utah State and Boise State series in particular uh, in in depth. And I'm just looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun week. I hope that everybody keeps up with all the content. Going to try and get more written content up this week as well. A little bit slower week this week after a couple of really, uh, really busy weeks. Just a great time to be a DNVR subscriber. Between the college coverage, we've got abs and nuggets ramping up again. NFL draft. I mean, we've got you covered on all fronts over here at DNVR. We make it more fun to be a sports fan. All right. I hope everybody has a great holiday weekend. Stay safe out there. Stay warm. Much love. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be.